Welcome back to Mac and Mike in the morning. I'm Mike. And I'm Mac. Welcome back to Mac and Mike in the morning. Um, we're here on a Friday morning. It is May 3rd. Um, 2019. 2019. I, I've been getting the years wrong lately. I was like <laughs> typing today and I typed 2018 May uh, 3rd and then it just, everything didn't work. And then I was like, why? <laughs> That's almost a year old. Yeah, it almost it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're glad you're listening. <laughs> We'd first like to give a huge shout out to our sponsor today, Vinod Venkataraman. It's been a while. Vinod Venkataraman, we're happy you're still sponsoring us even after our drought of uh, podcast episodes. We appreciate your continued money sent to us. Um, yeah, and uh, we can't thank you enough for sponsoring Mac and Christine's road trip across the country. They had a great time driving your Porsche across the country. Really like the Porsche Vinod. Please let us continue to use it. And keep sending us money. Please send us money. Um, so it's been a while. How long has it been? Well, we were supposed to record last week, but then I got busy. Right. Um, it's probably been like a... What month is it? May? It's probably been a solid month because I left New York March 29th. Wow. And I don't know if we recorded a podcast that week. We may have taken a break. Yeah, I think that I feel like the last one we recorded, I don't remember because I was like deathly sick. <laughs> for some reason, that's a theme that keeps coming up, just Mike being deathly sick. Weren't I, you sick recently? I've been sick for like two months continually oh, on and brutal. off. Yeah. yeah. I think it's allergies. It is allergy season here in New York. So fellow New Yorkers, if you have allergies, please use Benadryl. Benadryl. <laughs> Do you want them to just like pass out? Our other sponsor. <laughs> this episode brought, brought to you by Benadryl. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so it's been a while. Um, Mike, I hope you're feeling better now. No, not really. Well, you look good. You look healthy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> not like jaundice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're... Uh... <laughs> You don't look gray, if you will, like dead, like a, you don't look like a mortician, let's say that. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Um, and so Christine and I drove across the country and we landed in California and then Mike visited me in California. This is when we were supposed to record the podcast, um, but then I got busy and so now I visited New York specifically to record the podcast today with Mike because we knew we were a few months behind. Yeah, so um, we're just catching up uh, on, we're going to produce like 50 podcast episodes today. We just have to keep recording, just one take it, but for one five take. in a row. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> Imagine we recorded five podcasts in a row, that'd be amazing. Uh, that'd be a lot of podcasting. They'd be brief. <laughs> Very brief. Yeah. Um, like, remember the time we recorded the podcast in like half an hour? Single take. <laughs> that was the only one we actually that, did in yeah. the morning. <laughs> that actually was. Um, yeah. So how was your trip? It was great. It was a good trip. Mm-hmm. Um, I have. I actually wrote down as we were as we were crossing the country some thoughts I had while we were crossing the country, and I'm hoping to include them in a vlog video coming soon to a movie theater near you. Um, actually, speaking of that, I got a short URL now, finally. So thank you to all my subscribers. But I was going to put my little thoughts in the vlog videos. Um, but I'll share them with uh, our listeners now. Um, no, 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 that's, you're going to kill, you can't, oh. like, spoil all. Oh, okay, well, I have know, one. I have one that's vlog. worth okay, sharing. Fine. Okay. Um, I'll talk about it twice, talk about it during the vlog, and I'll talk about it during the podcast. But I have others, so I won't spoil all the content. But I did think one of the most profound things, for me at least, well, there, okay, so 
what's funny is I had thoughts and I had meta thoughts. I had like thoughts about my thoughts. And one of my meta thoughts was, and it's funny because you hear this often, uh, like people say this, but uh, like it is really quite, I, I can't even articulate it as, as well as I want to. This will just be a segment of me rambling about the same thought that I have difficulty expressing. Um, but it's like you never really understand something or get something until you like understand it or experience it in a way that you haven't before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so okay. like, I don't know. I feel like there's lots of times in my life where I think I understand the nuts and bolts of something, but there is always like a deeper meaning to it or like a deeper level of experience that you don't realize you're missing out on until you've actually experienced it. It's like almost similar to like, don't, don't judge a book by its cover, but it's not quite that. Um, because I think that has like a shallower meaning. I think there's like a deeper, I wish there was a word for it. Um, you know how we like words for complex thoughts or feelings? Right. Um, how about, uh, so are you specifically talking about, say, like an experience that you like heard about or read about? <laughs> no, no, well, no. So, so what, yeah, no, I, no, I'm laughing because you're, you're figuring out how to uh, clarify what I just tried to say. But the thought that, that invoked that thought mm-hmm. um, was that crossing the country was the metaphorical, the metaphorical equivalent of staying up all night when I was like in middle school. Like when you're, when you're young and you've never stayed up for an entire night before, and I don't know when you first pulled your all-nighter, but mine was like seventh or eighth grade. <laughs> you pulled an all-nighter in yeah, seventh I mean, you hang grade. out with your friends or whatever. But there's this, like before you pull your, your first all-nighter, there's a clear line, there's a clear distinction separating one day from the next, right? There's kind of like this mysterious, I don't know, period of time in, in between one day and the next, and and there's just something about, like, staying up through the entire night that makes you realize, like, the day is shorter than you realize or that there actually is something that's connecting the bridge between one day and the next, and it's not actually all that mysterious or impressive or, I don't know, cool. It's just more times, a few more hours of the day. So this is how I felt about crossing the country. Is like, for me, it was like the West Coast and the East Coast are connected by this mystery and it always seemed kind of like magical or um like i'm trying like i'm trying to think of the word what, what's a word for when something like evades your your understanding or like evades your grasp um like oh not intangible almost like un not unthinkable no but, um it's it was like a black box is almost the best way to describe it. Like if yeah. I were talking about it in computer science terms, just like there's inputs, which is the East Coast, and outputs, which is the West Coast, or vice versa, uh-huh. and you never kind of understand like the inner mechanisms or the inner workings. And so crossing the country for me was like, oh my gosh, there's actually roads that go from east to west, and this is what the interior looks like. This is how you get there, and this is how everything works. And it just made the whole, I won't say the world, but I'll say at least the United States feels so much smaller for me. Well, it's like this feeling, you just uh, uh, reminded me of something, it's like the feeling where um, you meet somebody from a different place, like yeah. that, like country or whatever, place that, um, uh, a place that you've never like been to, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And um, you hear about it, right? And you think about uh, like what that place is like and mm-hmm. you only hear it through a certain perspective. Mm-hmm. And then you actually get to go there yeah. and you see what it's like and it's a weird mix of um, somewhat, uh, I would say like, familiarity because you've heard so much about this but also just like discovering yeah. what that feeling is yeah 
Um, it's almost, if I had to describe it, and I don't know if this is exactly the way you were describing it, but I would almost call it sobering. Like, it's like you're, mm. you're kind of just, like, hit in the face with reality. Like, this is what the United States is, well, at least on the, the 90, <laughs> or, you know, when you're in middle school, like, this is what the middle of the night is. It's just more time. It's just right. the space in between. Um, and so you can also take it, that same feeling, like, metaphorically, yeah. right, where you think of if you read a book or you watch a movie and you see, like, this like this is what life is experienced as, mm-hmm. like, this, like, thing. So I'll pick something like, I don't know, um, space travel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then you finally get to space and you're like, wow, this is what it's like. Yeah. Or, like, flying on the plane. Yeah. Okay. Something actually that, that we've done. Yeah, right. I think that's a good example. Um, something like that where... Um, uh, you sort of hear about the experience, you see it, and then you actually get to do it. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Okay. So weird. did you, did it, it's interesting that you say sobering. Yeah. And not like, I think you're a fairly optimistic person because it could have also been just like disappointing. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It wasn't disappointing. Like I actually had a great time and I thought it was super interesting to see all these different places I don't know. It's just, uh, like, I feel like I matured a lot. And not because I, like, learned a lot or because I experienced more. It's just having been in, like, like the purgatory of the United States, <laughs> if you will. I don't know. It's like you, you come out of that a different person, right? You kind of, like, are a little bit wiser, a little bit more mature. You kind of understand things a little more. So um, I think that's a little bit... That's just true in general of like travel, right? <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, not 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 to like diminish that. Like uh. this is like uh, middle America, right? But um, uh, there's I think this is why people travel, right? Yeah. But and this 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 is what brings me back to my meta mm-hmm. feeling, which is like you read blog articles about how travel makes you a better person or like gives you an appreciation for things. And I understood that as a concept. Like I thought I understood mm-hmm. the nuts and bolts, but then like experiencing that something on like a different level, I guess this is just experience. Like I think I just like starting to understand what it means to experience something versus just conceptualize it. Right. Because you're always the person who's like, I can read a book. You're like, why did I read this whole book? I could have just like, this could have just been one sentence. That's a good callback. Yeah, Um, exactly. Give you the nuts and bolts quickly. Right. But Um, then there's also something to be said about actually experiencing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of cool. It, it's, it's sobering, but it's also, I feel like it opens the door to so many more possibilities for me because I almost feel like I had written off lots of experiences. It's like, yeah, I understand what that would be like. I don't need to waste time doing this. And then you go and you realize that just experiencing it gives you so much more of an appreciation for something that it's worth spending the time and energy to do it. So it was cool. That's was cool. cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, that That's cool. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, what, uh, so is this going to encourage you more to, to, to do more of like um, travel? I think I'll do more travel. Oh, I had one thought. Let me come back to me doing more travel. Okay, sure. And then sure. we'll get back no, to you. No. I had one thought, which was, it is interesting, and this actually relates directly to what you were saying, to now have shared experiences with people. Um, so not just with Christine. Uh, I mean, obviously, we did the trip together, but her parents had been to a lot of the same places that we had been to on our trip. And so it's weird to 
know that they were like there in the same spot that you were or that they know where things are and that they can relate and you can have a conversation about things like i almost up until this point just kind of like discarded all like location information in my life because i was like yeah that's just implementation detail <laughs> but there's something magical about like act like when people say like oh there's this really good place on like blah 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 street i'm like blah 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 who cares like i'll look it up if i'm hungry kind of <laughs> not that right. i'm just ignoring people when they're talking to me but it's like i guess i haven't like uh, place huge importance on that type of information or that type of like shared experience. But now having like experienced it more deeply or having connected mm -hmm. with people more deeply on that basis, it's encouraged me to, I guess, appreciate those moments more. And right. Like enjoy that a little more. Is that why you decided to go to Cats this time? Um, no, that was actually just on the corner of, uh, the, the street where my hotel was, but that was another, like her parents had been to cats and they were like, oh yeah, we love this place. It's cool. Yeah. And I was like, it's weird. They like been in this building and this is where Harry met Sally and like yeah. all these other things. So it's cool. This is cool. This is a new year. New year, better Mac. Better Mac. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm um, really hitting that, uh, New Year's resolution hard. <laughs> so it, yeah, at the start of year, I thought it was just going to be me exercising, but it turns out it's me traveling. And, and you're exercising. I did go to Barry's this week. Um, and we have a huge announcement. I'm, I'm not going to Barry's again. <laughs> <laughs> we signed up for the uh, oh. <laughs> SF Half Marathon. That's right. We did. Um, if you want to join us, we know we have some huge, loyal fans of the podcast. So we will be running the SF Half Marathon. If you want to join us, uh, we created a team specifically for um, our podcast fans. That's right. Um, so sign up when you are signing up on the registration. Look for Team Mergs. That's Team Mergs, M-E-R-G-S. Team Mergs, you can run with... Mac and Mike in the morning from the podcast. Mac and Mike in the morning. Mac and Mike in the morning. Do you get it? Like you could run with us in the morning from our podcast. Mac and Mike. In the <laughs> Do you think you'll be listening to our podcast the entire time you're running? I it? think so. Probably that would be intense. I need like maybe maybe if I was like really just hardcore, I'd just listen to podcasts or like classical music or something. Or just nothing. Just be in your own mind. White noise. Yeah. I don't think I could do that. <laughs> Um, well, so this will be my first uh, half marathon. You've run one before, and now I'll just actually get to experience everything that you've, you, you, you thought yeah. throughout the entire half marathon. Well, we'll now have this deeper connection of shared experience. Right, yeah. but we'll actually be running it, yeah. us and all of our podcast followers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right? Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. That's another thing, too. I'm, not, I'm like, banging on the table yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I guess we kind of already talked about this, so I'm just going to be rehashing the same point. But I feel like there's something to be said for experiencing something mm -hmm. and then sharing an experience with someone else. Like, I feel like it's almost more rewarding for me to be able to connect with someone on a deeper level because of shared experience than going and experiencing that thing in and of itself. You know, like, I feel like if I were the only person in the world, I might not even care that I go do all this stuff, right? But the fact that other people have done it is kind of cool. And I just wanted to highlight that specific thing because... Um, no, that's it. pretty cool, actually. I, I haven't actually thought um, too much about that, which is, which is a little bit surprising. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I guess this is why, like, uh, um, communities exist. They're, like, groups yeah. or, like, subreddits or whatever. I don't know how Reddit works, but, you know... Messenger threads. Messenger threads of, um, you know, people who... Um, have interest and, and want to share 
share experiences yeah. either um, in band or out of band. Yeah. In time or out of time. <laughs> <laughs> I like in band. In band. In orchestra. Um, well, uh, yeah. So um, what other types of... Um, experiences are you well you asked me if I was going to travel more right yeah and so uh I was going to evade that question with a another question well no I was going to try and be smart about it but but my actual answer to that is I probably will travel more and this is my smart answer but I think for me I'll just be more inclined to pursue these shared experiences like like I don't know if it's necessarily traveling like I think I might become uh, like someone who maybe goes and appreciates art at Whoa. the Wallace Collection or something. Not because the art in and of itself is cool or whatever. I, I think like I, I think I've opened up to the idea of um, like I don't know how to like best how to put it. Like I think if, uh, this kind of goes back to like uh, the location data or like sharing like being somewhere that someone else has been. Like, I've written stuff like that, and, like, art is just, like, blah, 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 blah in my life. But I think my eyes have been open to the fact that the, that because other people care about these things, it must mean that there's more to them than meets the eye. And so it's worth going and exploring them and also, if for nothing else, sharing the experience of having looked at artwork with another person. That's odd because I've... I've, I've never considered you... I've, I've always considered you as being someone able to connect with um, any random person. Um, <laughs> mostly just because, like, you're friendly, right? But I feel like that's a large part uh, in terms of, like, connecting with people is having um, shared experiences or, yeah. or being able to, um, you know, recollect... Recollect? Recall. Re- recollect. Go on. Um... Uh, uh, experiences, right? In terms of like that—that's probably one of the, like the lowest levels of like base connection, right? In terms of like when you're in like a group of people, right? There are like certain icebreakers and and things like right that you try to gain some yeah. uh, natural connection to. Either it's like oh, you know, you've you are you know you've cut a piece of wood. Yeah, but I've also cut wood. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I feel like for me, and I keep talking about me, we'll get to you in a second, but I feel like for me, it's mostly been mechanical up until this point. I mean... Like you faked it until you made it? Uh, almost, right? Okay. Like, like for me, it's like a checkbox, like, of like, oh, we have this in common, so I should mention that we have it in common. But I didn't actually, like, feel anything or, like, it didn't evoke a sense of, of like, I don't know, connection or purpose with that person. It was mostly just... This is like the socially mm. acceptable thing to do. I mean, that's a, don't get me wrong. Yeah, there are yeah. definitely times when I connect with other people on the basis of shared experience. But I think now I'll be much more uh, inclined to, to actually like let it resonate with me as opposed to just kind of like checking the box and moving on. Um, yeah, I think that's uh, I, I think that's actually one of the things that make us um, human. <laughs> <laughs> beep boop beep beep. Right. Exactly. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, it is, right? Uh, Being able to uh, share experiences um, with with people. And and, I mean, that's that's a good point, right? In terms of like um, just going out and doing things. I think not necessarily just doing travel, right? Yeah. Um, So um, we'll be, I'll be interested to hear about like what other things you... uh, you try to relate with other people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Like it interesting. I feel like sports is one of these things that a lot of people. Oh yeah. Relate yeah. On, right. It's like where were you when the Bills 
uh, lost the Super Bowl. Of course. <laughs> right? It's like those things. I mean, yeah. I think I, I, it's one of those, like, that, like, I think that's what makes uh, sports, like, so relatable. Yeah. Is that sort of, like, every, like, everybody feels so passionate about it, and then they, you know, you don't have to, you, it's, like, a very common connection. Yeah. Um, uh, right. Yeah. I feel like sports has a lot of things going for it, right? Like, the old, like, like, my team versus your team mentality, which I feel like we're predisposed to a lot of the time, and then you mentioned, like, just how um, how much of a, a shared experience it is, right? Um, yeah. So maybe we'll start. You'll start watching sports. Well, I do watch esports. I do watch Rocket League. Oh, that's right, um, Rocket so, League. Right. Um, yeah. I haven't. But like, I I wouldn't be opposed to, for instance, like starting a Discord server where we like watch Rocket League together, me and Lewis Brandy or something. Oh. I wanna I wanna hear about how your life is going. You said you read a book. Uh, <laughs> I read a book. <laughs> oh, I actually did read. I, I I will recommend you now talking about uh, shared experiences. Um, I read this amazing book. Um, I think one of the best. Did I talk about this already? I don't think I have. No. One of the best books that I've uh, read in the past few years. Um, it's called Educated. Um, it is. Uh, it was on a lot of, like, 2018, like, best book lists. Um, but it is a memoir about um, this woman who grew up uh, in a family that where she was completely isolated from, like, the outside world. Like, did her, her parents, like, didn't go send her to school. Sure. They, like, believed in, like, they were kind of... Like, so she was, like, a feral child? I've never heard that term before. Feral child? Yeah. Uh. Were you a feral child? <laughs> Is that offensive? <laughs> Not offensive. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I think it, it, it's an interesting... Um, uh, it, it, I think it's one of those books... Um, where no matter what your uh, background is, whatever experiences you've gone through, you, there is something in there that um, uh, people can relate to, at, um, which I think is one of those like rare books. Speaking of, you know, uh, relating to experiences like that you um, have heard about, or you know, I think this is one of those like I think this is what people like so much about um, consuming media, either media like TV shows, reading books, or um, watching movies, right? Is I think there's one part of it that people um, like like to relate to, mm-hmm. right? Um, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, there's also sort of like the escapism, but I don't. I'll, I'll write that off for now. Um, but being able to relate to certain um, experiences that are expressed in these things that you see on screen makes you feel sort of like, oh, I'm not like alone in yeah, this world, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, you know, it's kind of, yeah. yeah, it's the same thing, sort yeah. of. Um, Wait, you didn't finish what the, what, what the book was about? That's the the book it's about. Oh, just relating to other people? No, no, that's not relating okay, to other people. Okay, we, we, we got up to her being a feral child. <laughs> her being a feral child. Um, and then, you know, it's about her, like, gradually, like, learning about, like, the outside world. She uh, ends up going to college. She ends okay. up getting a PhD. She, Spoiler alert. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Wait, is it a true story? Yeah, it's a true story. It's oh. a memoir. Oh, I didn't realize. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's uh, it's pretty good. Um, educated. As I, educated, yeah. Okay. As I said, it, it was like on me, uh, many of these like book lists, and um, I think, yeah, you know, I think there's a lot that um, just people can generally relate to, and some that they can't, a lot that they can't, but um, uh, yeah.
It was cool. Yeah, maybe I'll read it. How long is it? It's very short. It's like I don't think it's like 300 pages. I think it's like two, <laughs> under 200. Under <laughs> 300 pages. To clarify, very short to me is like less than 30 pages. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah 300 is not too bad it, it's a quick read like okay. I, rather than a weekend you can yeah. large font um large uh i, I was gonna say large pages <laughs> it's more like the, more like the, the the amount of text on the page was very it's like very short like oh, it's not it doesn't like use like centered, a page. yeah yeah <laughs> i'm making like finger motions and like it doesn't translate through audio <laughs> not to be confused with huge pages yeah uh yeah tlb's Um, uh, the year is uh, a quarter over? A third over, sorry. It is a third over. Yeah. Oh, my God. 2019. I think it went by fast. It went by so fast. Um, but now you've uh, moved. I've moved? You have got an apartment. Got an apartment. You've unpacked your stuff. Not yet. Um, they have delivered it. That's correct. They, have they? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Thursday. I thought it was Saturday. <laughs> How'd that go? Did that Too go smoothly? Soon. Is yeah, that so. something that we can't talk about on air? Well, we'll find out. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I think we're, we're fine. Uh, yeah, my yeah. stuff is there. I feel like uh, this year's going by so quickly, and it's going really well. So. Wow, great yeah. year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have a good feeling about 2019. Do you feel like you're making progress towards the goals that you had at the beginning of the year? No. <laughs> at the end of each episode... <laughs> Wow, callback. We, we like to um, talk about one new experience that we've done in the past week. That's right. Um, so I'll let Matt, Mac think about um, what he's going to say. Sure. I'll go first. Um, I uh, recently got an Apple Watch. Nice. Yeah. Oh, there it is on your wrist. Uh, Look at that. Yeah, Mike reviews Apple, his Apple Watch. Um, yeah, I, I don't really use it. Uh, on my watch i use it for running <laughs> so it, i can track where i've ran and how far i've run and what my heart rate is yeah um and but it other than that the apps on, are, on it are pretty much worthless um <laughs> i can i can write i can write uh, i messages on it um i can i can read uh messages here on it but um yeah i i, I really want to use it for more it's just um kind of just pointless um, but it is nice to run with, and that's Mike's reviews of Job Watch. <laughs> you should do your little YouTube segments of tech reviews by Mike. I should. They're pretty popular. Yeah, but... I feel like the Apple Watch is still too big for me. Like, I think I bought a Fitbit, actually. A Fitbit with a clock. I'm sure Fitbits do have clocks, right? Yeah. I think I actually want a Fitbit. Really? Because they're much more form factor, right? I don't know. I think this is this is pretty form factor. It's like at least an inch by an inch. It would be super useful, I, though I was telling people that this is the future. Like, you can imagine not having a smartphone and just only having an Apple Watch, right? I can't imagine that. I think so. Wait, where is it positioned on your wrist? Is it further back than this bone that sticks up? Yeah, this is the bone that sticks up on my wrist. It's Isn't right it kind of it. annoying? I feel like that's too high up for me. Too high up? I mean, you can always adjust it, but any lower, it just kind of gets weird. What do you mean lower? Like, if it goes further up, no. it gets weird. <laughs> you said further <laughs> like, up. Imagine right here having it, like, on your forearm. Yeah. No, but, like, I mean closer to your hand. I feel like To my hand? I can't. There's a weird bone here. Yeah, try... Yeah, why would I want it, why would I want it so high? No. Not uh, I've never worn a watch, so I wouldn't know. Oh. Hmm. You didn't even have, like, a kid's watch? 
I don't think I did. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I had one when I was in like sixth grade and like a leather watch because I thought it was cool, and then I like I stopped wearing it. Well, I had like the Velcro watches, you know. <laughs> no, you didn't have one of those. I thought that was cool. No, I, I, that's one of the benefits of being a kid is you don't need to worry about time. Yeah, but every yeah, that's true actually. I guess if everyone had a watch, well, maybe you did in certain situations. I could see, I could, it's possible. I just feel like I never wore one. You know, you could have a calculator watch. Then you always have a calculator with you. Hmm. True. Yeah. Right. True. I'm surprised the Apple Watch doesn't have a calculator. Actually. Does it not have a calculator? Actually? No. What? That would be super useful, wouldn't it? Let me see if it does. Um, I don't see it. I don't see it. Yeah. What? Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I kind of got it a little bit too, just so that I wouldn't be on my phone as much. And? Uh, net neutral. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. That's it. We'll see. I've only had it for like a, two weeks or something, three weeks. You're going to return it or no? No. I've had it for too long now. Uh, mm, yeah. Mm, well, mm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And I am. And and I am buying an Apple Watch. <laughs> oh man, do you know that would be a good YouTube uh, uh, channel? And I am. And I am actually. Maybe I'll do that. New experience. Initiative. New experience. Initiative. Although there's, I've already seen channels like this, like a thing a day channel. Mm. Do you think if I started my own YouTube channel, um, if how if I would get to 100 subscribers faster than you? Uh, most certainly you would. I think I've started to realize that it doesn't matter how much content you produce, like the only thing that matters is quality, because I found this other YouTube channels with literally seven videos, and they have like 100,000 subscribers. And what like, was it about? It was just like math videos, and I was like, are you kidding me? And they're each like eight minutes long. Um, yeah, well, I mean, you know, you got a new camera, so. It just reminds me like, of like the conversion funnel. Like, there you can have really wide reach, but if you don't, like, cross the threshold of wanting to subscribe for any of the people that you reach, it doesn't matter how wide your reach is. Right, mm-hmm. right. So, you have a lot of reach, but you don't have very many subscribers. <laughs> a lot of people, so. yeah, a lot of people watch my videos, just no subscribers. Um, yeah. Anyways, I digress. <laughs> I mean, I have thousands. <laughs> That's a joke. And I am. Um, let's see. One new thing that I did this week. That's a good question. What did I do? Mm-hmm. Well, I went to Cat's. Is that a, is that is that? That's a, a new thing. Yeah, it's a yeah. new. I went to Cat's uh, Deli. Uh, it's like Delicatessen or something. Yeah. Like that. Um, which is this really cool deli in New York City, where you go and you have pastrami and it's delicious, mm-hmm. and it's this big open room. And, well, I thought it was interesting because they had, like, you know, you go to a deli in a grocery store and they have, like, people there, they take a number, they call a number, and they help you. They have a similar setup in cats, except they have lines that are called cutters, which I think is short for a meat cutter, oh. someone who chops the meat. But basically, you wait behind one of these lines, and then you tell them what you want, and then they write what you got on a little tiny ticket that looks like the number that you would take in a grocery store deli. So it's like the inverse. You hold on to this ticket, okay. and then you bring it to the cashier when you're done eating. Weird, right? That is a bit weird. Yeah, you'd think you'd want to pay before you ate, just to make sure you didn't lose it. Mm. But uh, apparently the system works. But it was a lot of fun. It was cool, and it was good. That's and I cool. couldn't finish my sandwich because they're huge. Yeah. And now I've been where Harry met Sally. Wow. Um, is it weird being a visitor in New York? No. Now that you've lived here? No. No? 
Why not? Because um, they don't feel like a visitor. Like, I don't feel like a tourist. Uh, cool. <laughs> no. <laughs> no? Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining on us. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us on this special episode of Mac and Mike in the Morning. Once again, I'm Mac. I'm Mike. And we want to give one last shout out to our sponsor of the episode. Vinod Venkataraman. Thanks. Vinod.